0: The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen
1: well, yeah, I mean, should be, I mean, you're going to be all right if this is like 10 minutes. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's totally fine with me.
1: <laughs> we can throw in a, uh, we can talk about the hypothetical Pearl Jam Slayer tour that never
0: happened. <laughs> oh, yeah all right that down slayer yeah talk
1: about how happiness is good Happiness. happiness is good (laughs) i guess
0: welcome to season one episode 19 of the better band podcast an all-encompassing trip through the pearl jam catalog hosted by brandon palomo Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Gary Crimble, everyone. It's Christmas time, right? Oh, wait, no. It's, uh, it's June, July, the summer. I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but this is Brandon here with my guest coming back john how's it going john Ferrar? hello how are you i am doing well and today i i i, I guess we're in that christmasy mood because we're talking about ramblings today the b-side to the very first christmas single from way back in 91 the uh, music for rhinos I actually
1: own the single they They only made 1500 of them. It was, it was one of the, the ones I had to find, had to dig for a couple of years. But when I got serious about completing the collection, this was uh this was when I had to have the copy. I have is not in great condition, but, uh, but I do own it. it is definitely pretty loved. Um, but it was a, uh, it was definitely worth the wait. It's a, it's a great single.
0: So was the price uh, commensurate to the uh, condition it was in?
1: It was. I got a, actually got a great deal. I think I paid less than a hundred bucks for Ooh, it. Oh, so.
0: hey now! Yeah, got a uh, got a pretty good deal on it. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I think I'm okay with not owning it. I, I I do not have it. If I have to, if I have to shell out that much, and uh, I think I'm okay not having it. I got bootleg out there okay. like everybody else does. Back sure, to the Lime sure. Wire days, right? Oh, Soul Seek, that was <laughs> that was my jam. So uh, let's see. Uh, the story goes, there's not really a story to it. The, uh, the Pearl Jam, uh, heard from, uh, their manager, I guess, uh, Kelly Curtis, uh, who they guess sometimes called coitus, uh, told them that the Beatles put out a bunch of, uh, Christmas singles back in the day with them just talking and stuff. And they were like, Hey, that sounds cool. And don't you want, don't you want to be like the Beatles? Yeah. They were great. Yeah. Be around for what? Six, seven years and then call it quits. and. Who wouldn't want to be like the Beatles? Have we gotten to the Pearl Jam version of Wings? <laughs> uh, not yet. I don't not, know. Eddie's, not yet. No. Eddie's I'm solo touring to right now. so
1: He is. I'm looking forward to the Pearl Jam version of Wings whenever that happens. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be Would that be Three Fish? Um, Or Random R&DM, maybe? Because it would be the bass player. I yeah, don't yeah. know. Well, We're getting but, but, way but off Paul, topic Paul,
0: Paul played it all, though. Yeah, he did. True yeah he uh he started off playing guitar, didn't he and um Sutcliffe was the uh other guitar player or somebody else see i'm I'm not a Beatles expert, so I'll, I'll take your word for it okay I think i just uh, earlier this week, I heard somebody talking about the Beatles on one of the podcasts I listened to, and I think that's what I absorbed, or at least I just i heard the name Stuart Sutcliffe or whatever his name was. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, he was in the Beatles too. gotta lock yeah, that cool. in for when I go on Jeopardy. <laughs> but yeah they they thought that they would have uh they'd release a song and they'd have a weird Christmas message or something like that at the uh on the b side of it, and they're just kinda like, Ah uh, yeah, and then around the second third one, they're uh like, okay maybe not, yeah, we don't have to do this anymore we're no way <laughs> too, we're way too busy and
1: or the biggest band in the world, so we we're not gonna do that anymore, so we can do any old
0: crap, and people will eat it up right. What 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 impressions do you have when you uh, when you listen to this? So let's set the scene. So we
1: oh, yes. we we know that they are Back opening stage. for the opening for the Chili Peppers. They've just played a show, jumped around, had a great time for half an hour, forty five minutes, whatever their allotted time was. And you know, management is like, guys, let's just let's just do this right now. So they're all you know, Stones probably still got his breaks out the guitar. Uh, hey guys, let's just take a couple minutes and knock this out. They're all in a great mood, probably a little uh, inebriated, and uh, like, hey guys, let's just knock this out real quick. So, so we 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 set the scene, we hit record. What do we hear first? A little Stone Gossard riff. Yes. A little improv, Stone Gossard. <laughs> little poppy, little upbeat
0: number. And everybody sounds super young.
1: Hey everybody, uh, this is Eddie from Curl Jam. Jeff, and me too, and Mike, and it's me, Mike. And I tell you, but I fuck see. And if I talk, I fuck up the songs. So. So they I are cry. so young, and you know like they talk. sound like little kids. And they're so excited and so naive and like innocent to the world. They haven't been beaten down by the industry or all the the world's <laughs> weirdness. Yeah, everything that was to come. This is like pure, un- un- unadulterated innocence. And it's the only time you get that from them, really. It's the I mean, the, I mean, well, think about it now. Like they owe us what two Christmas singles? What if they? What if there was like a Ramblings, twenty sixteen? Right? It'd be like, oh, we're here. We, my voice is shot. We, we just played for three and a half hours, and it, it would be very, very different in in twenty nineteen than it was in in nineteen ninety one.
0: Yeah, just listening to this for the first time in uh, probably a couple of years or so. Just listening to it, and it's like I can barely figure out whose voice is who. They all they all sound like this. It's like, hey, how's it going? I'm uh, Jeff here. Yeah, here's yep. Stone. Oh yeah, it's I Stone. Can, I can pick it out. You hear you hear
1: you hear Jeff first, then you get Eddie, then I think you get Mike who comes in just yelping or something. I don't know what he's doing. Then Stone tries to talk, but he can't talk and play guitar at the same time yet, which seems like an important skill he would have learned by then. (laughs) So he has to stop playing to say hello. Then he picks it back up. Uh, Then I think you get a little bit of Dave. A little bit of Dave A. No, Dave's not here. we We don't get any Dave A? He's not... Okay. No, Dave's not here. Who Who was the one wearing? the, oh, wait, no, who had was the Dave. one wearing the green dress. I thought that was Dave. A. Maybe I was.
0: Oh yeah, that might have been. That might have been Mike.
1: But yeah, they're all in their like early twenties
0: at this point, like uh, mid late twenties, I think. If I did my math right.
1: And then you get like so we we they, we, we got some jokes like Pearl Jam has jokes it went through, and then you get like a little improv Eddie lyric happy, how about how happiness is good? Mm-hmm. Evidently, happiness is good. You know, I'm a rhinoceros. Tying back in, I guess that's we get back to the cover art of the single. A little tie in there. I mm-hmm. That I am a rhinoceros and my skin is two feet thick. <laughs> so we'll leave you with this song and thank you again. Bye. See you. Christmas. And, uh, Merry Christmas. And then it's over. It's 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 just quick, couple of minutes, and then they're out.
0: in the uh it's not a 45 right it's uh it's regular 33 and a third too i, I believe it is 33 and a third yes. yeah which is like you could have fit all that in on a 45 rpm <laughs> yeah he trails off talking about
1: the some evangelist kid who was in trouble and then it just it fades out and cuts off i'm like no come on what are we talking about yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the the yeah this they had uh dave a there even though they say that Dave's not here, which of course is reference to Cheech and Chong, everybody who's over thirty who remembers their parents talking about Cheech and Chong,
1: they could have all they could have also titled this "Up in Smoke" probably, and that would have been yes. appropriate.
0: <laughs> yes, and they said they said Dave's not the quiet one, which uh, is reference to the seven years ago uh, Jeff story. That he out, writes out about the uh, the history of Pearl Jam and stuff like that. And he mentions everybody's name and says that a uh, Crucin, percuss- percussive God, quiet one, watch out. So that's a, he's not the quiet right. Dave. He's right. the other Dave, the not quiet. Yeah,
1: Dave, Dave A had only been in the band for, when they went on, they started that tour with the Chili Peppers. He'd only been in the band for maybe a month, mm-hmm. two months. So he was brand new.
0: The music for rhinos name of this single. Eddie says I am a rhinoceros, and my skin is two feet thick.
1: Right. The, the the website two feet thick used their uh got their name from that.
0: Yep. Oh, way back in the day. I think they're still around. <clears throat> I think well the site's still up. I don't I don't know yeah, when the last yeah. time they've uh they've updated or anything. True. I think it was probably around Pearl Jam Twenty days. I think they were writing up uh stuff for the festival.
1: They'd be uh they'd be hard pressed for info these days, not much going on.
0: Yeah, I think I'm not sure, but it could just be my brain. I'm not sure if that's a reference, although it's probably not mentioned in the Rudyard Kipling story, how the rhino got his skin. Sounds familiar. Yes, it's about a a rhino who's a real jerk. And there's this guy who's baking uh, bread or something. and He's like, oh, man, I want that bread. And so he steals it. And the guy's like, that rhinoceros is a jerk. And then the rhino takes his skin off and go swimming, and the guy's like, oh, I'm going to get all these breadcrumbs and put them in his skin. He's going to be pissed off when he gets back on. The rhino puts the skin back on, and it's super itchy, and then it gets all baggy and beat up. You know, true story, of course. Oh, yeah. That's how evolution For sure. works. For sure. And then that one rhino, you know, everybody else gets it? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's certainly a possibility. It <laughs> sounds like something Eddie would have been into. Yeah, that's a, that's 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 what popped into my head when I when I hear that cuz I, I I don't know what it could be a a reference to. Cheap ones, though, that's a reference. No no cheap ones. No cheap ones. But there is a Cheap Ones. Uh the the Cheap Ones is a a band with uh Danny Newcomb and Pete Droge. Uh Danny Newcomb was in Shadow with Mike and uh he's also he was also in the Rockfords too. So right. That's that's, right. that's probably what that's uh, what that's a reference okay. to. Okay. And then, of course, you mix up the letters in Santa, and you get Satan.
1: And, and yeah, and the, what's that about? Stone comes in and says, "Oh, and you have to add a couple too." Like, what's he talking about?
0: <laughs> does he <laughs> probably, know how? Does
1: he you know to how to spell Satan? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I would have to say, in my probably up through middle school, thought Satan was spelled the exact same way as Saturn. So, because you see... Satan, not Satan, like the, uh, like the wheat gluten, uh, meat, uh, uh, meat replacement. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was confused with that. And
1: then you get the, uh, someone claiming that, you know, the little, the riff that Stone is playing is not going to get them on the Slayer tour. You the Slayer tour is out or what? The Slayer tour not out. We should probably wrap this up because the federal. Slayer Slayer's not gonna call. <laughs> Which we can we can only dream about what the uh what the Pearl Jam Slayer co headlining bill would have been like. That that
0: would have been something to see. I think versus would have turned out a whole lot different had they been playing with uh Slayer. Man, that would have been would have been a lot more blood leash ish. Yeah, you think stuff. you could
1: do a a raining raining blood, blood medley?
0: <laughs> I'm I'm in for that. Yeah. I'll make i will i i'll I'll make that mashup. yeah, I can do that <sighs>
1: <laughs> no, but the yeah the the main the main point of this is like it's just it's such a cool document to have of them at like a at a time before they blew up, you know before mm-hmm. before they became the biggest band in the world a few years later, and like you a lot of bands you know you don't get a chance to to go back and hear them at that point when they were innocent. Like I said, before everything got to them, before they went through everything they went through, it's, it's, it's interesting to go back, you know, almost 30 years later and get a glimpse of what they were like back then, you know, kind of an informal, like
0: unscripted moment. Yeah. Especially when I think they always portrayed themselves as, you know, being serious and oh, the music is serious and you know, it's, we're. We're we're rock stars and well not really we're rock stars but it's kind of like <laughs> oh you know we're we're doing this and we're not really into the fame thing and you know then you just hear them kind of laughing and having fun and you're kind of like oh wow cool they weren't all mopey and stuff all the time right and like you know they would never take any interviews seriously
1: or you know you never got any of any of like the real story you know it was always even with the band name it was always oh yeah it was Grandma Pearl and her crazy peyote jelly that she made, you know, there was always yeah. it was always misdirection. It was it, you never got like a a clear like limbs, you know, and going on rock line and like making fun of the people who were asking the questions and, you know, talking to Rolling Stone about and you know not giving any answers and this whole thing.
0: And, and then eventually just not mm-hmm. doing interviews, period. Yeah, and then and then coming back where it's kinda like, oh, you know what? We've been a band for a long time. This is still pretty cool. People still care about us. Oh, okay. I guess we'll do some interviews. We'll talk to people. I'd really like
1: them to recreate this for one of the last two
0: singles. (laughs) You know what? That would be awesome. Yeah. Ramblings 27. Well, it would just be four. Well, not if you go by year. Oh, well. No, I thought they were just going by the the number, how many they did, right? We can do ramblings four. That's fine. I'm not not
1: picky about the the numbering system. I just want, (laughs) just give me something. I just really, I just want the singles at this point. Yeah. Slap something on a, on some wax. How hard would it have been to do like, can't deny me, can't deny me live. There's your single for last year, Mm -hmm. right? They could, they could have slapped that together in a couple of
0: weeks. Since, since we kind of got it as a, as a fan club single, the, you think the next one is going to have can't deny me on it. I'm just hoping there is a next one at this point. Well, they said they're going to do two more. They have two more promised and then that's it. Did they did they officially say they were going to do them? I think so, because they said it's like it's going into effect the end of this year. Right. You know, so. Right. We missed two there. So we're still going to do them, but none after that. Hmm. I don't think there was ever
1: an official wording of we are going to do them. I think it was more like we know we didn't do those, but stay tuned. So, I don't know. I don't, at this point, I'm not optimistic that anything else is ever going to happen.
0: As far as the fan club or them as a whole? As far as anything. Right.
1: I, I, yeah. I think, I think at this point, they're, they're all but, all but done. I mean, this could be, we're looking like this is going to be the first year since 1990 that there have not been any Pearl Jam live appearances. Even in 2017, they got together and did the, the Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. You know, they didn't play any official shows. But, if If this continues if there's if nothing comes out two thousand and nineteen will be the first year without any live program mm. shows since nineteen ninety and I hope i'm wrong i'd be i'd be I'd be thrilled if they <laughs> prove me wrong you know announce the album tomorrow put some shows up on the on the site and i'll be i'll be the happiest kid but I'm not optimistic at this point
0: The announcement says uh, all members who purchased or renewed their memberships in 2017 and or 2018 will still receive the MP3 downloads. Uh, Members who purchased or renewed their analog level in 2017 and or 2018 will also receive the limited edition vinyl for those years once physical production is complete. Okay. So once physical production is complete, meaning when we get around to it. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see we will see <laughs> way to bring way to bring everyone down <laughs> yeah i mean you know you think about
1: you know think about how i mean i'm you know i'm going to i'm going to keep on this tangent because this is you know it's fun for me but <laughs> you think about how how r e m announced they were they were done right there wasn't a big fanfare it was they just put out a, a release like hey we're done mm-hmm. and it was like it was classy it wasn't like you know they they realized they did everything they wanted to do so the time was right and i think pearl jam wants to go out like that you know they don't want to they don't want to hang around and be the vegas act or be the rolling stones or you know have a feeling it'll be when it happens whenever it is if it's if it's this year or if it's 20 more years from now it'll just be kind of like hey mm-hmm. we did what we wanted to do we're done thanks you know
0: yeah maybe yeah
1: that that was my ramblings.
0: <laughs> okay, and uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and and I think that we that's we're done with rambling for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's well, yeah, let's call it time of death. <laughs> There's nothing we got nothing else. No, you know, I, it's just I, uh,
1: you know on on happy. You you know, this, you know if, if you haven't listened to this in years and years and years, and most people probably haven't, go back and check it out. You know, it's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, it's just a fun sort of. Oh yeah. Back in the day, if you've only listened to the album things, you get a cool little snapshot of what they were like when they were young and what their voices sounded like. And be like yeah. Oh, wow. Before puberty hit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they all had those little uh, middle school mustaches that were, uh, you know, super wispy. Eddie's the the one that,
1: that kind of jars you the most because, like, you're used to hearing him talk and him, like, kind of this serious, like, low register. And he comes in, and he's like, Hey. Hey, mm-hmm. like, you're like, whoa, whoa, who's that
0: kid? I don't, don't know this guy. Uh, I am a velociraptor, in miskin. It's is yeah. two feet Yeah, and uh, you can kind of tell Stone because he kind of has that drawl he still has.
1: Oh yeah, and I think if you you remember back in
0: the uh, the
1: PJ 20 movie, he had, he had just discovered sarcasm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in, uh, in the
0: in the late '80s, so we were still not too far away from that. Maybe that's why he doesn't know how to spell Satan. He was, uh, be. It, was, it was, he was being sarcastic. I think, I think you got it. Hey, now you, you did it again. <laughs> well, John, is there, is there anything else you'd like to leave us with Uh promotion? Anything still again? Oh, you know, just, uh, you know, listen to, uh, the other program podcast.
1: If you haven't already, you know, there, there's some good ones out there. Um, they're, uh, you know, getting better every week as are, as are these. So thank you for doing these and uh, thank you for having me back.
0: Oh, no problem. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make it up to you and, and, and have you back for, for something good next time. All right. Sounds great. You can subscribe to The Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from shoutengine.com slash Podcast using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ListenUpReno. I'm on Twitter at BrandENP. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest, John. And as always, this is Brandon saying, let me assure you that here at the Springfield Retirement Castle, money does make a difference. I mean, there are rubdowns and then there are rubdowns.